You're listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson, the podcast that tells you what it really takes to build a business and the simple steps to get you there. I'm determined to share with you the reality of easy, simple business marketing tips to make passive income so that you can start making money online. Making Money Online is sponsored by Nicola J. Rowley PR, helping entrepreneurs and brands get visible through strategic storytelling. If you're serious about being seen and impacting the lives of others, harnessing the power of PR is the best way to grow and scale your business. Visit njrpr.com for more details and read Nicola's best-selling book, The Power of PR. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's podcast. Today, I am speaking to Laura Young, who basically helps accessorize your outfits with beautiful handmade jewelry. I'm really looking forward to speaking to Laura for for two reasons. One, we don't get many people on this podcast who actually are into more like the craft side, the creative side of what they do. We get a lot of people who you know, are onto the business side or the, the they coach in some way. And this feels like a, you know, a real get your hands dirty kind of business where you're actually making something in a very retail way, which I really like. And the second reason is um, we're going to talk about a subject that I know a lot of my audience have been through, which is postnatal depression, which is much more common than people think it is and can be much more debilitating than people think when they first hear about postnatal depression. So welcome, Laura, to the podcast. Hi, thanks so much for having me on. No worries. So I want to start with why you even got started. I mean, I don't know many people who have gone, you know what, I'm just going to start creating jewellery. I'm just going to start making things and selling them. How did you get started? So I've always been in a crafty background. I, I, bl- I blame my mum. <laughs> we have tons of things that I was already interested in. And I was actually already at the time creating handmade hair accessories. But I'd already got a, a three-year-old boy and was expecting my second one. And with my first, I'd had really bad postnatal depression and I didn't want that to return. So decided I needed to be doing something. There's not much as my, my family thought I was crazy. I needed in my head to be busy doing something, even though I'd got this three-year-old baby on the way. So I started just buying things off mix straight away, just off eBay. I'm totally self-taught in all that I do. I was buying these things, I'll admit not knowing what the hell they were. And it just went from there. And I, I used YouTube actually as my learning base initially, learning how to create uh, basic things. And that's obviously grown grown over time but it was more I wanted to keep my own mind in the place that I knew it was best to be and that was being creative it really kept focused and that's sometimes that's what you need isn't it so with your first baby when did you know you had postnatal depression I'm really honest at the time I just thought I was moody I was a brand new mom everything was fresh and new I didn't really know it wasn't until years later that I actually realized it was postnatal depression at the time I didn't get any form of professional help and I'll tell you why that was I was really frightened at the time that if I did speak out even to my husband not my no no my husband family friends I spoke to no one no one knew and I only actually shared it about eight years ago so basically I was having these really horrible thoughts but it was newborn of course you don't have much sleep no hourly feeding he had really bad um, acid reflux 
and wasn't taking the food down very well. Um, I really wanted to breastfeed and he wouldn't latch on. So I felt like I was a letdown and all these mum guilt things and pressure from outside was really piling on. And so I just didn't dare speak to anybody. I was frightened they were going to take my child away with thoughts I was having. I think that that's a really, really common thought. I think that most people who are starting to feel like, could this be? What could this be? Like, I'm feeling all these really weird things. Could it be postnatal depression? Don't dare speak about it because they think they're going to be judged because they think they could have their child taken away. And let's be honest, we've all read in the news of the cases where people have been taken away from their parents because of postnatal depression. So it is terrifying. So I can completely understand um, why you were worried about that. But do you think if you'd have got help, you know, as it was happening, that would have been much better for you. And like, at least you would have known what was going on. Yes, in hindsight, definitely. And I actually am very open in relevant groups that talk about postnatal depression or even mental health as a whole, how important it is to speak out. And I wish that I had at the time because I know full well my circle of support around me would have absolutely been there to help me. I would have had the midwife's professional help come in, the doctor's help if needed. But yeah, I was just way too frightened to do it. And being a first-time mum, I think, added that pressure there because... You don't know what's, yeah, and you don't know what's normal and what's not. As a first time, I'm a, you know, I remember very vividly being a first time mum of twins and being on my own in hospital because they wouldn't let my husband at the time stay for more than like an hour at a time. I don't really know why, but I was on my own in this little room with two babies and I had mm. no clue what I was doing. I didn't know how to do anything. I also didn't breastfeed. And so it was constantly, they were like, pushing me to to try and do things a better way and try and you know be a be a better mother in like the first five days that I was in there and it actually gave me quite a lot of trauma when I came out because I felt like mm-hmm. I wasn't good enough um yeah. and I went through you know periods of of real self-doubt on my ability as a mother because of all that and I think sometimes it's not set up to help you like I I somehow went off grid. So people talk about having midwives come round to their house to check on them and all that. I didn't have any of that. Like I didn't even know it was a thing. No one told me it was a thing. And so I was just left on my own and, and I just got on with it for the first sort of year um, and, and juggled and you know, like you started a business <laughs> when probably it was the wrong time to, but hey, that's where we end up. So do you think having this business the second time when you were like, okay, I know how I felt the first time. I know that when I'm in a creative stance, I'm much better and probably will be able to cope more with those kind of feelings. Do you think it helped? Absolutely. I think as well, my initial fear with the second one is, is it all going to be the same? Is it going to be the same labour? Because labour one was not the easiest. It ended up being forceps delivery. My waters broke three days before he arrived. I was actually quite ill. And again, I didn't realise I was ill and prepped ready for a C-section. It was just all horrible trauma initially. And I, I do, I'm a strong believer of the way that child brought into the world also has an effect on how they behave and, and sleep and everything else. And I think when you add on sleep deprivation on top of all of that, it was just a, a car crash waiting to happen really. 
and so yeah I was absolutely frightened it was all going to be the same you know I would have this horrible labor I'd have the baby that doesn't sleep but actually it was the complete opposite it was a natural birth really I want to say nice not (laughs) can you say nice some people think it's nice don't they (laughs) but in comparison to my previous labor it was nice it was a breath of fresh air and the baby actually slept three from three months I couldn't believe it it was just totally different but I think as well I was more prepared I knew well more what I was doing now and more experienced so I knew all the little signs you have to look out for like the hand in the baby's mouth knowing they're hungry and it's all these kind of things like this that you don't know and even though you think you know because you if you were like me you read up all the magazines I read all the things books. I read all the things and didn't know anything still yeah still don't do anything so it can be really tricky but like I said I just I had to try my best to make it be different and thank goodness it was completely different and exciting because you had this new business as well that you were you were starting up how did you you juggle that with two kids oh well yeah again like I said before my family thought I was crazy because I'd got this three month uh, three-year-old and the baby about to be born and I just started you know making oh I'll admit the initial things you start doing is just simple beading um, and clearings and much to my surprise family and friends were like oh can I have one of those oh. And I was like, oh, okay so the support started from the beginning with it and I think that is what pushed me thinking oh, okay if, if my family and friends are going to buy this would somebody else and so that's when I started using social media a lot more than ever really and isn't it great that we have social media? Because if we go back to things like craft businesses before social media were much harder. You'd have to advertise. It was much harder to get your product out yeah. there. And you can now show everything that you do, which I think is brilliant. How did you learn how to use social media for retail? Trial and error, <laughs> which is, I think, everybody, when you first start out in business, uh, you learn lots of things along the way. Lots of people run things differently, and that is absolutely fine. It's just finding what works best for you. And that's taken time as well but initially I joined um, Facebook was the what I call my baby that's the first place I went to looking through there and I joined lots of crafting groups as well as lots of networking groups so anyone starting out in business with or without children <laughs> I strongly recommend joining as many networking groups as possible yeah massively helps helped me oh absolutely that that network of support and not necessarily um just women either just any support from anyone that is in the craft industry and again as of the years have narrowed down I've gone more specific into what I'm looking for so I'm joining jewelry groups joining silver groups now and it's all things like this you're trying to find your niche in what it is you do but initially, like I say, it was just getting out there. And back at the back in the day, there was lots of games. I don't even know if they still do it because I, I stopped doing it. But it was networking games. So finding a piece of jewellery that began with the letter L, for example. Oh. And you have to find something. Maybe you've made, I don't know, let's say a, a lion charm or something like that on there. You can then add your picture. Oh, and so cool. it's things like this. Yeah, or just things beginning with L. So maybe you're choosing a love theme. You've got some heart jewellery or... I don't know, whatever craft it is you do, maybe you've sewn a heart, something like that. And you'd all be joining this group. And so that was my initial networking and you'd follow pages, they'd follow you and you'd build up that way. And that's really how it started. And then I joined one group at the time called Craft Hour. It's, it's gone now, it's, it's, it's a closed page. But what they were doing was getting you to go to other platforms. So I then joined Instagram, Twitter, uh, started joining in Twitter hours, which really helps as well to get your business out there. 
and Instagram is obviously very visual. Um, I know everywhere seems visual nowadays anyway with reels and stories and whatever else. Yeah, but, but it must be brilliant for jewellery, like Instagram, because you oh, just browse through. That's how I... I think most of my purchases these days come from one of those Instagram ads that says, oh, we think you would like this. And I'm like, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. And then I buy it. So has your, your crafting with your jewellery, do you have like a signature look of your jewellery um, that people generally come for? Or are you always chopping and changing and doing different things? With my new range that I'm going to be moving into, which I'm sure we'll talk about later, um, I, there will be a very much my own range. But as far as existing stuff, so I'm, I'm, I work very heavily with crystals. And so I do like to have um, crystal jewellery. But I think if someone was to say, what does Lexico do? It would they'd, they'd straight away, I think, say hand stamps jewellery, because that's been one of my best sellers because it's personalised. It can be really meaningful. I mean, some of the things I've stamped have been so heart, heartwarming. Some have been hilarious, like an inside joke. What some kind of been... things? I want to know some things. Are there any rude things? I bet people do do rude things. No, no, I've done rude things as well, absolutely. And even swear word stuff, which don't get, sh- I don't share those on my page. I probably should, but I don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it was something like drinking champagne from lemonade pockets or something like that, which I thought was quite funny. Oh, um, yeah. But there's more inside jokes that are probably really kind of weird, like duck duck goose and stuff like this and you're just like okay I'll I'll do it for you okay (laughs) as long as it's not copyrighted I can do it for you yeah so so and you use crystals do you believe in the power of crystals is that why you use them absolutely absolutely do and my new range I'm going to be having so much more heavily use of the crystals as well so I'm really excited to get going with all of those yeah I've I've only just got into them so like you can I'll show you here. You won't be able to see listening, but I'm holding up a crystal, oh, a crystal money tree that someone said, please send me crystals a lot and they tell me what they mean, which is good because I would have no clue otherwise. Um, but yeah, it's really nice to wear crystal jewellery. So I love that you do that. So what's next for you? You're, you're starting this new range. What's made you decide to do that? Is that Do you start new ranges every quarter or every year or is this just something that you're really inspired to do? So I do try and mix it up. And actually every year I do try and learn a new skill because I want to widen what it is I can offer my potential customers. However, this one I'm launching literally this Sunday for my birthday, May the 1st, is what I've been wanting to do for a very, very long time. But of course, it's been, you know, previously it's been money, it's been time, it's been space. I've now very lucky, I'm talking to you today from my brand new studio that I've had creative specifically for this i'm so excited so i'm going to be launching my new sterling silver ranges on sunday which initially um, will be your simple kind of stacking rings that will eventually have just small choices of of crystals that i can insert there'll be bangles and um, lovely spinner rings spinner rings for me are really important they really help with anxiety and again if you're a fiddler they're great for you know just just mucking about so um, that's my first range and then I've got lots more in the pipeline but but it's been a long time coming what I've I've got to here and I've actually been buying things since October last year ready for my studio because you knew this yeah. is what you wanted to do yeah. I um I love that you've made this business this business has all come out of hardship of of postnatal depression it's the reason this business was started and I love that the nod back to that is you making rings for anxiety using crystals for different parts of mental health and I think that's really really cool I think it's 
a, a really lovely nod to where it all started Thank from. You. Yeah. Because, you know, we don't want to forget that. I don't think we should ever forget that because often the best things we do and the changes from our life come from the hardest times of our life. And this Absolutely. is one of those things that has happened. And now you have this five-year plan and you're on target with that five-year plan and your jewelry business is going from strength to strength. And that wouldn't have happened if you hadn't have had an experience that was hard, like it came yeah. from it. So we always have to recognize that. And I always believe that adversity is, is the thing that actually makes you really strong and can change your life. And it definitely has in your case. So I'm really pleased for you. Thank um, you so much. If people want to go and have a look at your new range, which I'm definitely going to do, um, where is the best place for them to find you? So my website is lexicolaura.com. Um, and I'm at lexicolaura on all socials as well. Cool. We'll put the, sh- the links in the show notes as well so you can go and have okay. a bit of a browse. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for being so inspirational, Laura. And um, we will speak to you soon. And guys, thank you for listening today. If you're going through any issues that affect your mental health in any way, whether postnatal depression or anything else, please do get help. I can't emphasize enough how much there is things that can be done. There are things, there are remedies, there are strategies that can be done to help you to feel better. So please don't suffer in silence and do go get some help. And whatever you're doing this week, have a great week and I will speak to you all next week. Thank you for listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson. If you'd like to get your hands on my brand new book that's coming soon, then you can pre-order now and get lots of juicy bonuses. All you need to do is go to makemoneyonlinebook.co.